Above Ground Podcast, episode 203. Ch-ch-ch-changes! Changes! Disclaimer. The hosts of this podcast, Will Foley and TPP, are not medical professionals, and this is not medical advice. Both Will and TPP have firsthand experience with mental illness. They have their own perspective and own thoughts on mental health challenges. These conversations aim to break down the walls while building stronger foundations for positive mental health. Above Ground Podcast was birthed to help those who struggle with their mental health through honest dialogue. By speaking openly and sharing tools, they foster connection. By fostering connection, they convey hope. With connection and hope, we can continue to increase awareness. This is Above Ground Podcast. Coming at you live with real conversations about mental health from the perspective, it's time for Above Ground Podcast. Now your hosts, TPP and Will Foley. Welcome to Above Ground Podcast. Hey, what's up everyone? Welcome to episode, what, 201? 203. 203. Damn, I'm behind, man. 203. You know what this is? The start of... Mental Health Awareness Month. Well, as the start of Mental Health Awareness Month today, we're going to bring back a part of this show that we haven't done in a while. Uh, Like a couple years ago, we did this whole thing about DBT and stuff. And so first off, I actually want to start this off in in the tradition of what we're going to talk about today, because what we're going to talk about today is a form of therapy that I'm just learning about now. And it's um, and it's. Acronym is CT-R, and it's Recovery-Oriented Cognitive Therapy. And it was developed off of Aaron Beck's original cognitive-based therapy, and it's it was based mainly to help schizophrenics uh, live lives of connection and action and empowerment by helping them helping them deal with life and not look at the the disease the sickness itself and its and its um symptoms but look at the person and look at what their goals are what their aspirations are and get them to the point of almost not ignoring your illness but maintaining your illness and maintaining a positive attitude at the same time hmm. moving moving towards recovery um I guess, you know, by meeting people where they are. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Paul Grant and Aaron Beck actually came up with the um, recovery-based cognitive therapy, which Aaron Beck is the originator of, of CBT. Um, and their whole idea about this form of rec- of therapy is, is that, and the reason why it's recovery-based is because recovery is possible for everyone. And that is one of the tenets of any peer organization because that is a peer tenant is that it's always possible for everyone to recover Um, and meaningful participation rather than symptom reduction is the biggest part of this form of therapy because it's all about the connection because they actually have found that some of the best therapies don't look like therapy at all as we know because it's all about connection. Yeah, that and also like like you just said is, is they're not uh, you know, I think most I don't want to say most therapy but maybe most medication is more fixated on the symptoms. 
Right. You and know, that's and what like I say. It's like you can you can treat the symptoms all day long, but until you dig down deep and, and pull out that root, you're going to be treating the symptoms for the rest of your life. Absolutely. But it's not even about getting to the root. It's about actually getting to a part of the person that gets ignored because of yeah. all of this. Which is a piece of the root, though, I think. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it is it, at its essence... Yeah, at its essence, because I mean, you wouldn't be in in right. any of this if it wasn't for something that's very deep. Uh, so the basic background, the theory is just that connection is a fundamental need, and the need to belong is important. And it's intrinsic to everybody. We talk about connection on this show all the time now, all the time. Yeah, we I think talk like about our connection. second episode ever was connection. <laughs> yeah, and we we talk about. Because that's what that's what this was started. This was a connection to make us, to connect us to others like us, and to connect you guys to us. And I think through that we've developed even a a bit more. You know, I think through the connection we've learned, um, through the connection we've grown, and um, I, I don't know. I, I again, the connection is just a huge variable that um, might be overlooked. Yeah, I agree. Um, but what I like, um, what I like about you know, obviously cognitive, cognitive behavioral therapy, and, and even this recovery or, oriented cognitive therapy, anything with cognition, um, the cognitive model is is it's focused on how um, we think and it and how our perceptions affect our behaviors and emotions and. I'm just I'm big on that because I think that is so huge that people don't realize how important it is the way we talk to ourselves and the way that we see things. It just yeah. makes such a difference. Our per perspective is so much. Man. It, it's crazy. It's crazy. So in the, in when we talk about recovery, what we're talking about. What we're talking about in the factors, common factors of recovery, is the ability to manage work, right? Work is a fundamental thing that most people want. Most people want to feel connected, so they go to work. Uh, they want meaningful relationships. And they, they want to manage their own stress experience. And this form of cognitive therapy can be done uh, in the milieu, uh, in like a at like a recovery center, at a hospital. It can be done at the at the stream while you're fishing with your buddy because cognitive therapy is really about emotions and it's about getting to those emotions and understanding that you can change the way you work with those. Right. And feel those. Change your relationship. Right. You change your relationship right. to them. And I those... think that that's really where, and we've been talking about this the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Those thoughts and emotions are going to basically be the, um, be what's behind your behaviors. That's right. Beliefs. And, and here's the bad, here's the, the yin and yang about beliefs. Beliefs are a huge P a huge part of why people succeed. But beliefs are also a huge part of why people fail. Absolutely. So what do you believe? Why do you believe it? When do you believe it? Because some of these beliefs that we do get only come up when we're under stress. 
and it's and it's our relationship to that stress that causes us to go into these into a lot of these structures that cause yeah. us. Yeah, I think they were you know inserted somewhere throughout our our life. You know, maybe in childhood or maybe even um, past experiences and the way that we look at them and the way that we saw them as they happened then, and we may not have changed our perception. Um, about them still to this day. So I think that's a, a, a factor as well. Absolutely. The idea, the whole idea about this at its essence is that connecting, connecting to other people is important. And by choosing your own path of recovery and how you manage your things and by having other people listen to you puts you in the driver's seat of your own recovery. And people really want autonomy. They want to be in the driver's seat, man. Most people don't want to be told what to do. Most people don't, you know, most people don't appreciate AOT. They don't appreciate people in their business. But there's certain reasons why you have these things happen and you have to, but you don't have to stay in those patterns that got you into those. Right. That's, that's, you know, I think that's a key thing, too, is, um, you know, what, you know, the things that happened to you got you where you are today, but it's what you do now that is what's going to, you know, decide where you're going to end up, you know, and I think that that's, that's in our hands. That's our, we can change our thoughts. Is it difficult? Yes. Does it take time? Absolutely. But is it possible? Definitely. You know, I think it, it it can it can be um, be a motivator. You know, just knowing this stuff and knowing that it's possible. Um, I don't know if there's any uh, CTR um, therapists in the area or not. Or you know, I have no idea. This is the first time that I've heard of it. Um, Will got um, trained on it through his job. Yeah, so he was I telling me about it, and I was like, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it's something new that was just introduced to me that I've been introduced to as I've uh um I'm fortunate enough now that I can probably say it that I've been working in the field now for the last year and I'm learning a lot and this is it's great to be able to actually get paid to be me and get paid to actually learn about more stuff. So I'm very grateful and my job is not a subs a subsidy of this podcast, nor does it, you know, approve or not approve. It's not involved whatsoever. <laughs> um, because information is information, and we're trying to disseminate proper information. Because that's what you do when you care. <laughs> so, um. I want to just read this because I was reading this thing that, that Will brought, and it says uh, it, was, it, it looks like it was just like a, a small study um, with groups, and um, the guided success group showed improvement in positive beliefs, mood, and reduction in defeatist thinking relative to the control group with, re with repetition. So um, I think the, what this also does is kind of build resilience in a person sure well as so if somebody is not so if somebody is demonstrating like asocial beliefs um 
but but that's not predictive of whether they can succeed or not because because um lacking socialization is not predictive it's actually a protectionist it's actually an unhealthy coping mechanism yeah yeah i was actually thinking the same thing which is pretty interesting that we've been covering a lot of that over the last yeah, couple of weeks yeah yeah cuz defeatist beliefs are a big hindrance to why people don't succeed in recovery yeah, I would say so. And not knowing, like, you know, this has, again, which I've talked about um, numerous times, but we just talked about recently is is setting setting some goals, aspirations, um, and your challenges, and then your positive action against those. You know, what, what strategies you're going to use to um, deal with the current challenges, uh, uh, you know, ahead. I think that, you know, it just gets people thinking. It gets you... Uh, I guess understanding in the way that it, it it's it kind of pushes you in the right direction. I guess maybe would be a better way to say it. Yeah. You know, if you're trying to to you know to learn to do things, um, you know, you need to know what you're up against. Obviously. So there's so in CTR, the things that hold us back. Our defeatist beliefs, like we were just talking yeah, about. Yeah, beliefs. Yeah, you just said it. Defeatist, defeatist beliefs, which actually will lead you to inaction, which is what's keeping you stuck in the same place. They can be asocial beliefs, like we were talking about, because asocial beliefs, meaning, you know, you're afraid, like, people are going to hurt you, people are going to harm you. Those are protectionist. They protect us from opening up. They protect us from getting hurt. But they also protect us from moving forward. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then there's avolution. And avolution is the lack of interest or engagement in goal-directed behavior. So if you don't have any desire to get better, then you're just you're you're acting in an avolution an avolution an evolutionary way. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Um <clears throat> And again, like beliefs, that's the reason why we succeed or the reason we fail. Either you can or you can't. We can and we can't. It's up to us. Really. Biggest barrier to your own happiness is your own thoughts. So the whole idea with CTR is to work with someone to get them into what is called adaptive mode. And the reason that you need to be in adaptive mode is because that means being in adaptive mode allows you to be receptive of positive emotions and beliefs. And one of the ways to do that is to connect to somebody and it's not to connect to somebody necessarily through treatment. And that's to say medicine or, you know, taking somebody to an appointment. We're talking about just anything that that person is interested in you taking a genuine interest in it right, showing that and they showing value. that they have value and listening to them and that opens up someone to adaptive mode right yeah i mean an adaptive mode is action oriented it's not reflective it's not reflective it's it's you're you're doing something you're feeling you're feeling the energy and you're and you're taking part in it and what it's doing is it's doing it's doing it's getting the juices going it's kicking the mojo back in <laughs> we like when the juices are flowing and one of the ways one one question mm. that you can ask somebody that you're working with 
And one way to, st- to start it is to ask someone, when you are at your best, what are you doing? What are you eating? What are you reading? Who are you talking to? Because it's when we look at who we are when we're at our best. And yes, okay, it is hard to see us in our best light. If you can't see it for yourself, then ask somebody that you can trust. Because yeah. I guarantee you, you can right. tell somebody will be able to tell you. And I guarantee you, you've had a best. We've all had a best, man. We've all had a best, no matter who we are. Because when we're in our best self, then we're doing, we're firing on all cylinders, generally. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we're all like, uh, you know, in alignment with with ourselves and our, our thoughts and beliefs. And I think that, again, is more more fuel. Absolutely, because it not only fuels, it's it's not only fueling what's what feels good, but it's it's making us feel capable. It's and again, like it's all about that connection and value, right? It's all about that gi- giving somebody value. And again, and Jim Carrey said it, man. You know the the biggest collateral you have is by making mm. is, is how you make somebody feel. And of course, you know those words sting really bad sometimes, but it's true, you know. But another big part of of the adaptive mode, though, is how the experience is affecting affecting you on a on a physical level like is it brightening your effect is it making you smile is it making you feel more motivated or are you losing track of time like are you in flow state because isn't isn't that what flow state is i have no idea is losing track of time because you're doing something that just is filling you and you're just you just lose all sense of time yeah sure (laughs) i don't know i actually i have no idea what i never i don't know that but sounds good to me. Uh, one way to get into the adaptive mode and to do it fairly innocuously is to just go outside. Get in the sun. Get in the air. Get in the fresh air. You don't even have to get in the sun. You just got to get outside. doesn't matter if it's nighttime. There's energy out there at night. That moon's got some great energy, man. But you got to get outside to absorb it. You got to see it. I think but the sun is the sun is got the vitamin D though. So right, and I think uh, you know it, it's kind of um, I forget the word you you were using, but it, depending on which like mode or stage or whatever, <coughs> you know, sometimes it's hard um, for people to get up and you know it's just taking the, those steps to to get outside. Absolutely, you know? but, but those are the things that you need to do in order to you know steer you in the right direction. And if that means you only get up, get out of the chair, go look out the window and go sit back down again the first day. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. Do it. And if you have to do that for the next six days, do it. Just the next day, add a smile. Then the day after that, add a smile and a cup of coffee. Then the next day after that, maybe you go to the front door and open it and just look out. It's all about those little things, man. Yeah, it's the little steps, you know, as long as it's forward motion, you know, it doesn't really matter if you're crawling, as long as you're moving, you know, don't don't get stagnant. Absolutely. And if you, so another good way to get somebody into adaptive mode, if you're, if you're struggling with a family member who just doesn't seem to be coming out of their, out of their um, cycle or whatever they're going through, another good way to get them into adaptive mode is to ask advice or to ask them to teach you how to do something that they know, that you know they know how to do. 
that that gets everybody yeah, fired was, up yep. because it goes to show that you not only know and pay attention but that you value what they do. And I think you can also find out um, a person's strengths that way too. Well, that's what that's what it's all about. It's about finding strengths and amplifying those strengths. And by helping amplify those strengths, hopefully, hopefully it's if you, like if charging. you hopefully if you expose them to it enough and you create that rhythm, then they can take it over. Cuz again, this is the thing. No one can work harder on you than you. Okay? That, that doesn't work any other way. No one can work harder on you than you. I mean, no one can really do the work. You know, they can help you and, 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 and guide you, but, you know, ultimately you have to do the work. You know, that's, that's the key, you know. Even though it's not locked, that is the key. Yeah, it's not locked. That's the thing. So there is no key. You don't need a key to get in. It's open. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think no. I think that 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 there is a key, and I think that's what um, confuses people. And um, you know, it, it it kind of plays with their mind, and doesn't, and it makes them think that they can't. You know, and it's that whole like you said, building on the strength. It's like, you know, well, there's there's a key because I can't just you know. If there's a key, it's got to be locked, and it's all that perception, it's all your thoughts. You just have to kind of, um, you know, again, going back to journaling, figure out what what it is that's holding you back. Figure out that resistance, um, and, and at the same time, figuring out what you're good at. Figuring out what you enjoy, what brings joy into your life. You know, a lot of people are, um, you know, you got to find your... You got to find your purpose, you, and and I I think that's hogwash. I think you have to find your passion, and I think through your passion, you will gain a purpose. You know, but if you are mindful and and, and find your passion, what brings you joy, what fills your cup, and if you can do that, I mean, poof, kudos to you. I mean that. I mean, think about that. You know. Instead of searching for a purpose, you know, search for what makes you happy and then do that. Do that. Because it's just, I mean, it's like a no-brainer, right? You know, why am I going to search for something that I really don't know what, you know, what it is? And you're, you're just kind of expending time. And I think one of the most valuable things we have is time. So... Instead of wasting it, look inward and find out what brings you joy. Find out what your passion is and do that and then work off that and you'll be able to, you know, figure out something as far as your purpose goes and do something that's aligned with your passion. That's what I did. I mean, it's yeah. the only reason why I'm sitting where I'm sitting is because I took that chance at that time. So you got to, sometimes you got to, you know, the hardest lesson I've I've learned is is that you actually have to ask for what you want or else you'll never get it. It's true. It's getting to the strength and courage to ask and not be worried about the whether you get it or not. It's not about, it's it's about asking. It's about the ask. It's not about the yes or no. 
Right. It's just right. Exactly. It, you're absolutely right. It, the biggest risk is not taking that risk and not asking, yeah. not taking that step towards it. You know, you yep. may not have to just ask right away, but take the steps and then, you know, work towards asking. You know, I, I think going back to DBT, it's that um, interpersonal effectiveness is that's where that can come in handy. It's just huge. You know, um, being able to communicate your needs um, in a kind and respectful way to all parties and, you know, uh, communicate what your needs are, what your wants are. And, um, yeah, if you don't, if you don't, like you said, if you don't ask, you'll, you'll never know, you know? Nope. You never get a yes. Never get a no either. Right. But either, but hey, you know what? But what, what, you know, if you get a no, you're still going to be in the same spot. It's a protectionist thing. Yeah. You might bruise your ego a bit, but geez, you know, it's going back to that thing. What we talked about a few weeks ago is uh, choose your pain. You know, which pain are you uh, willing to live with? Which pain are you willing to deal with? And, uh, you know, decide decide off of that. I like that. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like the base. The we're like, we we've covered these bases, and I think that they they're really like they're sort of like a foundation, you know, because they, we we keep coming back to them. Oh, absolutely. You know, There's... thoughts, feelings, perceptions, um, being able to to sit with them you know everything's directly related to these things your thoughts it's it's not about the item it's about the thoughts that you place on that item it's not about the situation it's about the thoughts that you're putting on that situation yeah the situation sucks okay but take it for what it is be mindful and look at it as what it is and, and the reality of the situation you know and then accept it or if you can change something, change it. You know, change your relationship to that. You know, but just don't add on extra suffering that is going to weigh you down, you know? I think, um, you know, we, we talked uh, a few weeks ago about um, coping strategies, and I think that, you know, self-sabotage would be an unhealthy coping strategy. Yeah, I didn't even think we didn't even think about that no, as a, I'm as just a thinking unhealthy of coping I'd... strategy. But as it is a very unhealthy coping mechanism, it is a very unhealthy coping mechanism. I <laughs> I know it full well. Yeah, for sure. And I think that might be worse than procrastination sometimes. Yeah, I think everybody. Yeah, for for some people, I think everybody's I different, but. Um... You know, each, each person has their own thing. You know, some people, um, you know, maybe it's drugs or, or whatever, but gambling, you know. Um, but whatever it is, you know, again, you have to ask yourself that question. Is this serving me or is this sabotaging me? Is this helpful to my situation or is it unhelpful? You know, this is my goal. This is where I want to be. Is this going to bring me closer to that? You know, if not, let it go. Stop doing it. You know, sure, it might be hard if it's a habit that's been ingrained for years. Um, but y you got to kind of, you got to let go of all that stuff and, and focus on what matters most. And, um, you know, f f 
if, if, if that's what matters, then do that. But if, you know, if you're looking to um, bring more joy into your life and, and decrease your suffering, um, maybe change, change some things and do better, then, yeah, those are the things you need to focus on. You know, keep them um, up front, triage things, and keep them at the top of your list and, and work towards those. Uh, find out the things that, you know, that you're good at. Find out your strength and utilize it, you know? Yeah, and if you don't know what those are, ask someone. I'm sure, I hope, you have someone you can trust. One person. One person that you know at work that can or attest a therapist, to, your, you know? to your amazing, you know, word capabilities. Because that's a skill, man, that some people may not know, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think, like you said before, we we everybody's got something that you can bring to the table. Oh, everybody's got something to bring to the table. Everybody's got something to bring to the table. We just have to find strength enough and courage enough to bring it to the table. And ask. Yeah, well, that's that's where the courage really kicks in. Yeah. I think, you know, and also, you know, having having a medical professional, having a therapist or someone there to help you know, guide you is, um, I mean, you know, it's, uh, I would, I would say that it's needed, but some people may disagree, but either way you should give it a shot and, um, you know, look into it. It's an avenue that you should probably consider. Yeah. Therapy. If you need to work through some trauma or, or something other that is like medical, like related therapy for sure. If you need some guidance, you know, you could you could definitely get away with a life coach. But I would not go to life coach for therapy unless they're like a legitimate like certified therapist because a life coach is not a therapist. Yeah, no. That's... So that different domains and stuff now that doesn't mean there aren't therapists that are life coaches and stuff because they really do go hand in hand, but they're not the same thing. But, you know, if you don't need to work through anything, you know, major, then go to a life coach. Go to your, you know, go to whoever your, you know, cult leader is and ask them. <laughs> cult leader? What the? F Where is this episode headed? I'm just kidding. We just took a turn for the worst, Captain. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I know. But, you know, get some guidance. Get some guidance. Because... The thing, the thing for the the cognitive therapy, recovery based co cognitive therapy, is all about getting our getting us to that level of being at our peaks, because that's really where we stay the healthiest is when we feel the healthiest, and the only way to do that is to is to help people get that way, and and that's by homeostasis that's by helping create energy connecting with them and showing people that they have capabilities that's really at the essence what ctr really is about in layman's terms it's almost like um being seen being heard and being validated well it's person-centered it's a person-centered approach yeah. it's like it's a person-centered approach uh it's got a lot of you know carl rogers thoughts in there about human beings there's a very humanistic way of this therapy 
Yeah, it sounds like it. At least from what I'm learning. I'm just learning about it. That's why I wanted to bring it, because it's something fresh to me that I had never, uh, you know. No, it's anything, always, yeah. Anything recovery-based. For know. sure. Anything that's going to, any kind of therapy-based, anything that's going to help people. Um, you know, every, everybody's different. We're all individuals, so, you know, what what may help me may not help you. Um, so we, you know, we try and present a plethora of tools. Yeah, one, uh, if you are listening to us and you uh, happen to be in the Massachusetts area, um, Massachusetts, uh, in Malden, Massachusetts, which is actually a suburb outside of Boston, probably about, I don't know, 25, 30 minutes north, I think, um, there is a place called The Bridge, the bridge of central Massachusetts. And what that is, is uh, it's a nonprofit human services agency that offers residential services, community outreach, peer support, clinical treatment, and other services. And it's actually, it's in a peer-run uh, organization. And they actually utilize this cognitive, this uh, cognitive therapy, this recovery-based cognitive therapy. And I'll put a link in the show notes for the bridge if you are in the Massachusetts area. Speaking of um, peers, uh, there is mental health meetups every month at the Sages Circle. That's right. The Sages Circle, 440 Saratoga Road, Glenville. Is it 440? I thought it was Maybe it is 443. Is it 443? I don't know. It's in oh, Glenville. Oh, shit, man. I know. We'll I've been off. I'm usually, like, right on that. But anyways, so uh, it's 443 Saratoga Road in uh, Glenville. Wow, damn. But you can uh, check out um, www.sagesevents.com, and it will tell you, because um, I think, what are we in now, May? So I think, like, um, I think we have one, uh, the 24th. First, possibly just check the website or just check our Instagram and wow, May twenty first already. Yeah, damn. um, Years flying by already. We do we do these uh, um, monthly mental health meetups, um, get together with uh, you know like minded individuals, I guess, and or just individuals in general and um, connect. You know, because as Will said, it's all about connection. Um, yeah, you don't have to be like-minded. You just have to come and be kind. Right. Pretty much. You know, and, and if you, and if you're willing and able to share a story and, um, you know, possibly get some feedback or learn some uh, tools or maybe get some inspiration from another person and, um, you know, all in all and make a connection. So let's check it out. We're doing a monthly... Um, at the Sages Circle in Glenville. Yeah, coming out for connection. Uh, connection is what it's all about. We hope to see you out there this summer. Whatever's going on, as we're getting dangerously close to the start of summer. Yes. Yes. Finally. T-shirt weather. Yeah. <laughs> no snow. Yay. We're finally. Mental out Health of Awareness it. Month. Spread out. Uh, spread some awareness this month. Um, spread some awareness every month, to be honest with you. But um, yeah. you know, this month is is dedicated to that. So I I figured I'd push it, even though that we um, 
We don't really um We live that it. shit. Yeah, we don't condense it to one month. But um you know if if that's what we have, that's what we'll use. Yeah. Utilize what you got. Use it for good. Use it to benefit. Right? Right. Right. That's right. Get out there and change something. Change something for the better, not for the worse. Be a part of the solution, not part of the problem. That's right. So until next week, get well. Be safe. Stay above. Thank you for giving us a listen. New episodes every Wednesday. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, you can share, rate, review, and even subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. Other ways to support the show? Follow us on social media. Share the content. Share our episodes. You can also buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash above ground pod. For further concerns, show ideas, or just to say hi, you can email us at abovegroundpodcast at gmail. Once again, thank you for listening and supporting mental health. Keep the conversation going and stay above.